Face the Music, a pre-yellow song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like Christopher Mainwaring. This is Face the Music, a pre-yellow song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero seven four. Here we go round the lemon tree, the idol race. The Idol Race version of Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree was recorded at the AdVision Sound Studios in London in 1967 before The Move recorded their version. It was produced and engineered by Move engineers Eddie Offord and Gerald Chevin. Roy Wood sang backup and played guitar. The Idol Race consisted of David Pritchard on guitar, Greg Masters on bass, Roger Spencer on drums and Jeff Lynne on vocals and guitar. In 1996, Patrick Gutenbacher, Mark Haynes, and Alexander von Petersdorf wrote in Unexpected Messages, Roy Wood still had contact with his old mates and was impressed by Jeff's talents. So he offered him his new song, Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree, to give them a good start. All were sure this was to become an enormous success, and the group recorded the song. But unfortunately, something went wrong. The move recorded the song as well, just for fun to use as an album track. When the record company heard the tune, they were so enthusiastic about it, they put it on the flip side of Flowers in the Rain, against Roy's wishes. Flowers in the Rain was released the same week in which the idol races Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree should have been and was a monster hit for the move. Therefore, the B-side got heavy airplay too. So Liberty Records, the idol races record company, became aware and held back the release of the single in England. The single was only released in the U.S. and continental Europe to prevent the idol race from getting known as a covers band. It did not make the charts. And now, Eric and Eric go under the covers. Getting the full Monty pants unbuckled, you better at least offer to buy me dinner, TSA search. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm going to say that Jeff Lynne and the last remnants and the Night Riders made the smartest decision they had absolutely ever made. Not being the Night Riders? Yes, put a bullet in the Night Riders <laughs> and get it done. It's over. Other bands should take this hint too. When you lose your name face of the band, just don't continue as the band. I mean, I guess I can understand inside the band. You're like, well, okay, we lost the lead vocalist in the face of the band, but we're the band. We can still keep going. But outside, it kind of looks like you're milking it for any kind of check you can get. I don't see the news doing too well without Huey Lewis or the wheels doing well without Hubcap or the leisure suits doing well without Johnny or Night Court doing well without Harry Anderson. So it makes no sense to continue on with someone else's band. Especially when you've got the name Knight Riders attached, which was just a perpetual hit-making, chart-topping machine. So why wouldn't you continue <laughs> with the Knight Riders? So they all said, 
yeah, we're not doing this anymore. We're calling ourselves the Ida Race. We're going in our own direction. And that direction led to uh, running around a lemon tree, which was a good direction to go in. This is something that sounds like we're our own band. This is our own sound. We're not going to carry on with the Knight Riders and the Mike Sheridan stuff. Even though it's a Roy Wood song, but Roy wrote it specifically. I don't know if he wrote it specifically for them, but he wrote it and said, you know what, I like you, Jeff, and I like your band. Why don't you guys start with one of my songs? Here, go ahead and do it. And they did a really good job. I'm going to say things that's going to prove the record company right, and it's not on purpose. It's just because the Move version came out first, and that's the one I heard first. And I'm going to keep referring it to the original version, even though the Ida Race recorded it first. And it's going to turn into a Seinfeld thing where, like in that episode, where they just kept saying, not that there's anything wrong with that. So, at first, I was kind of like, mm -hmm, this isn't bad. You know, I like it fine. And I was wondering what kind of different things they were going to do from the original, even though the Ida Race recorded it first. When they got to those Twinkle Twinkle keyboards, I was kind of... Oh, they're just going to do it exactly. Okay. And then the song went on. And then they got to the Twinkle Twinkle keyboard chorus again. But instead of just playing it straight, it's all warbly. Like somebody's holding their finger on the reel-to-reel -reel tape as it's playing. We get around the lemon tree? I liked that. And then it did something else that's also very different from the original by The Move, even though the Idol Race recorded it first. I love the build-up to the bridge where it's the big piano crescendo, but it's recorded forwards, it played backwards. I think it's doing both, actually, on the record. It's both going forwards and backwards. I like that the strings have been replaced by sort of a ghostly choir going on in the background. And also, the drums in the Idol Race version are playing what the strings were playing in the Move version during the bridge. I could smell the lemon perfume in the air. And then I like at the end, where it sounds like somebody tripped over the cord to the tape deck and unplugged it. There are parts of the Move version I like, parts of the Idol, Idol Race version that I like. And I think maybe if somebody were to mash up both versions into one song, which could happen if somebody has an expanded episode of a Move podcast, it's a damn good song. Actually, I prefer it over the Move version. And I think it's that Jeff Lynn magic. The Idol Race version, they're basically trying to say, okay, this is us. This is our <laughs> first record. Yeah, yeah, that was the plan. And so I think they put a little bit more effort into it. Mm -hmm. Where Wood, I don't know if it was always intended as a B-side, but it was intended as an album track. So Wood is all, well, we're going to do a good job on this, but uh, hardly anybody's going to hear it because <laughs> this isn't what the radio is going to be playing. The radio is going to be playing Flowers in the Rain, and we're going to be make shit, uh, make, <clears throat> make uh, Shinola loads of money. <laughs> yes, but yes. Tons and tons and tons of money. And yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Both this of them are big and uh, yeah, both yeah. of those plans worked out well. Yeah. So while this was, huh, we're going to get a single in the shops and hopefully people will buy this. 
Um, yeah, the idol race. Yeah, um, when the flowers in the dirt single or flowers in the rain. <laughs> I keep mixing that up with the McCartney album. I keep having to stop saying it in my head. Yeah, the flowers in the rain single came out like just a little bit before the idol race uh, lemon tree single. And there was a whole big thing planned for it. There was going to be all kinds of promotion. Here we got lemon-scented postcards. This is going to be great. We're going to really build this thing up. And then Zonophone screwed all that up because the move recorded it just for fun. And this is going to be an album track when our album comes out next year. But Zonophone said, no, no, this is going to be the B-side. And that was just pretty much a kick in the nuts to the Idol Race, who were all set to release their big single. And they had all these big promotion stuff lined up. And now it's just, well... Hell with that. Yeah. This, though, it's produced by Eddie Offord, which is why we have all these little goodies in here. Mm-hmm. Eddie Offord, most famously, was the producer for Yes on some of their biggest albums like Fragile and Close to the Edge. Also is the producer on Emerson Lake and Palmer's Tarkus. This is still early on with him doing production. But he's very, very creative and and ended up being very essential to the sound of progressive rock in the 1970s. And you can see some of that here. So just to make it clear, Jeff Lynn had nothing to do with the production, as far as I can tell on this whatsoever. This was Jeff Lynn playing guitar and vocals. Now, that's the weirdest thing on this. There's no processing really on the vocals very much, but... This does not sound a bit like a Jeff Lynn vocal. By the time he was in the move, I he cleared up a lot of that Birmingham accent when he was singing and didn't try. I mean, you could still tell they were a British band, but it was the typical British thing where most of that is gone. I mean, by that time, Roy Wood's singing about being a California man. But still, this does not sound like a Jeff Lynn vocal, which I think... Either he was told to sing it this way, or he was, at this point, trying to emulate everybody else who was singing in this Mm. particular style. That's the only thing I can say on here that is not as good as the Move version. At this point, Carl Wayne is definitely out singing Jeff Lynne. Jeff Lynne isn't singing like he's yelling at the kids on his lawn, but... Carl Wayne is doing the better vocal performance because Carl Wayne's just being Carl Wayne. Jeff Lynne, I think, is trying to um, imitate every other psychedelic vocalist there is at this particular point. Otherwise, musically, because they've got a better producer, it's a lot more creative. And as much as I said, I hear Bev doing all these wonderful things on the drums with the move. Roger Spencer on this is actually doing a lot more creative drumming on this song than Bev did on the other. But the other one wasn't really a drum-driven song other than keeping time a lot. It was that kind of Baroque keyboard part where they're singing, here we go, around the lemon tree. It was kind of the focus. Yeah. Here it seems like there's more parts to it, and it's not necessarily stuck on just trying to repeat the same thing over and over again. They're playing with it a lot more. And yes. that That's Offord's influence. I think that's what makes it more interesting. I mean, you could be right. I don't know much about Offord um, other than, you know, he did some stuff with Yes. To me, those little bits that make it different, the warbly keyboardy instrument and that build up to the bridge and the ghostly background vocals and the pulling the plug at the end, they seem Jeff Linney to me. Like maybe Jeff Lynn said, you know what we could try and do? Let's try and do this. And the rest of the band and the producer said, 
sure, we'll give that a try. Because, I mean, he's been fooling around in his parents' living room with the mixing console. I mean, and just as soon as I said that, I thought, oh, this is going to turn. You knew get, where I was going to head. Was gonna be this is, going. This is gonna, just like you did, and you were told you were going to go blind. <laughs> yes. This is <laughs> getting all innuendo without me intending it to be innuendo Anyways, Jeff Lynn has been practicing with his mixing board in his parents' living room, the Obenheimer or whatever he was using back in the uh, 60s. So I can kind of see Jeff Lynn saying, you know, we can work these ideas into this song and make it our own separate from the move, even though this was recorded before the move recorded theirs. I can also see him just being more open-minded. Yeah. Somebody saying, we should do this here. We should do this here. Oh, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, no, I absolutely. I mean, he's only 19. Right. And learning a bit because it's obvious that um, he was soaking up a little bit of this too. I wouldn't be surprised though if he went, How? what if we do this here? And I yeah. probably went, okay, yeah. yeah. Got something to say about Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree. Then call the telephone line voicemail. 6238503375. Call now. Well, hey, this is Dr. Troy. Still wearing my bright green underpants, though they're not as bright or as green as they were last week. Uh, But anyway, so uh, this week we're talking about the Idol Races cover of Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree. And I'm going to have to call it a draw, because I love both versions. I love the Moves version, and I love the Idol Race version. And they really more or less sound like the same song. The arrangement's the same. And even the vocals, while not an exact sound alike, they do sound enough alike that it is very hard for me to make a decision. Unlike stacking ELO's cover of Roll Over Beethoven against Chuck Berry's original version or the Beatles' cover, I give the edge to ELO because ELO's version is a bit more distinct than the other two. And I think as much as I love the Beatles cover of it and Chuck Berry's original, ELO did something fresh and exciting with the song. I would compare the Idol Races version of Here We Go Round the Lemon Tree to a couple of albums that were released in the past 15 years or so. Meet the Smithereens by the Smithereens, and Cheap Trick's cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Now, in both cases, these bands decided to do something that not many bands or artists would attempt, to remake a whole album. The Smithereens remade Meet the Beatles, and even though none of the singers in the Smithereens sound anything like John or Paul, George or Ringo, still, they did a pretty faithful cover of the album, and I really like it. Cheap Trick, though, were a little more daring, taking on what many considered to be the greatest album ever released, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and yet they did a great job covering it. Now, there are similarities between Robin Zander's voice and John Lennon's voice, but Robin Zander doesn't sound exactly like John. He sounds like Robin Zander, and yet... They did a great job with the album. 
So again, I'm calling it a draw because I love both the Idol Races cover and the Move original. Well, I will talk to you next week. Feast the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOpod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero seven three. My father's son. And I have to thank Joe Chenault because I had never heard this version before until about two years ago when Joe gave me the Back to the Story double disc Idol Race compilation, which has everything Idol Race.